0: oh my god hello guys this is well there's one time i friended like 500 matt bennett's on facebook so there's a lot of matt bennett's out there but i'm the one and only matt bennett that dared to live way too crazy so uh i have to at least give myself that much credit I I know I'm a narcissist. I'm sorry, but anyone that that creates art is a narcissist. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If you have to be seen out there, you're fucking out of your mind in the first place. So it is true. I hate to say it, but you know, I don't know. Anyways, today, I'm just doing a little update because today was crazy. Like, Like, on my part, it was crazy. Well, because, like... So, like, they're, like, pressuring me to get out of here soon. Which is fine, because I... I don't know, I was talking to my buddy on the phone. Like, I've given these people hell. Like, to be honest, I've given my parents hell. And not even meaning to, but it's just, like... I'm, like, an accidental hell guy. Yeah, that's fucked up. But anyways... So anyways, they're asking me to leave soon, which is fine because I've been here like throughout all of COVID and I've been here doing crazy shit the whole fucking time. You know, I can't lie to any. Why would I lie? You know what I'm saying? Especially to a podcast. Why would I lie? I'm a crazy dude. I experiment with some weird shit. And I talk to weird people. I'm not going to fucking lie. I don't know why I'm that way. I guess my boundaries suck or whatever. But I don't know. I talk to bizarre, even from other countries. I talk to like shady weirdos. Like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. Like, I'm smarter than, I don't know. Anyways, they want me out soon. And I want my money. So I did one of these, like, pack my bags. Like, I'm going to go. And I said, well, I called Br'er Rabbit the the Villa Park motel. But they can't take any. They're full because of COVID and homelessness and good old America, you know. So they couldn't take me for a week. So I was like, all right. My first plan's out. (laughs) Then I'm like, I could go to Courtyard Marriott for a couple days and maybe just cool down. But then I'm like, what a waste of money. I'm like, why don't you just cool down here and just chill the fuck out for free? (laughs) You know, it's like, anyways. So yeah, I like did that today. I like had my bags packed in hopes that I would get my money because the deal is when I walk out the door, I get my money. So I was trying to do like a fit, not really like a fake thing, but like I was trying to like maybe go away for a couple of days or a week, and then come back or one of those, just to like let things like settle, sizzle down or whatever. But it didn't even work. Like that's how negative these times are. They're like, you're not getting your money? Are you serious? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I even pack. I packed like almost. I, well, I cleaned out. Oh, Okay, my dresser drawers have been overflowed with clothes for a long time, and I'm not going to lie. So I finally, after years of letting them sit like that, yes, that's the truth, I finally cleaned them out yesterday and today. So that's that's a positive step. But then I just, I don't know, manically like packed my shit and just like, well, maybe I'll just try to get my money and just do it all today. You know, whether that's a bipolar thing or that's just a fucking I'm fed up with my situation thing or whatever the fuck it is, you know, that's what happened. But they talked me out of it and I put my bags back upstairs and I just went for a bike ride. So probably the smarter of the two, but they still want me out soon. So I have to find a place to go even temporarily. But I, one of my buddies from Jewel said he I could probably crash at his place. For, you know, temporarily, so. I don't know. Life is crazy, man. Like, I don't mean to cause this catastrophe, but I guess I do it. But, you know, it's hard to admit what you do sometimes because you're not intending to do it. (laughs) But sometimes you got to take the blame. It is what it is. You know, that's life. So, I'm just trying to hang in there. Like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know why I'm on this planet. I I don't know any of those things. I thought it was filmmaking back in 2003. I'm like, it's filmmaking. And everything I talked about on Facebook then was like, filmmaking, filmmaking, film. And I continued, like, Matt Bennett show. And then I did Chicago Rockumentary on my own as, like, a side project. And I continued filmmaking from, like, 2003 to, like, 2010 or 11. Probably with people stories, too. That was probably 12 2012 to 2015, something like that. So I definitely continued filmmaking. It's not that I didn't do it. It's that I just, I didn't know where it was, I I still don't know where it's going to (laughs) go. And I'm not saying I have to know. But it's just bizarre, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, I took, I, I, took a, I took some mushroom chocolate tonight, and I, I just, for some reason on mushrooms, I just have such a better perspective, not just like the not, you know, don't take life so seriously, not just that stuff, but I just have a better perspective of, like, God damn, I was acting like an asshole earlier, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's unnecessary, you know. So sometimes we don't realize when we're acting like assholes. <laughs> and that's a problem. So uh I'm I'm gonna try to be more mindful of that kind of shit from here on out because I, I'm really I really don't want to piss my parents off and it's not what my goal is. It's just it's what happens and that's what's so frustrating. Cause I I just have not been on the like the normal Elmhurst path of life in so fucking long. And I'm not saying I have to be. I'm just saying I have not been on that path in so long that it's just like I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. (laughs) You know, like, it's almost like tonight's, like, real, like, hardcore self. Well, even, like, at choir, like, I was talking to a guy about my – this guy – Joe that I talked to a choir about a lot of stuff like and he was like mad I've never seen I was all like worked up and on edge and he's like I've never seen that side of you and I'm like oh it comes out <laughs> you know it's part of me I know that but it's just you guys like money like I'm not saying I even have to be rich while I'm alive and I'm gonna die poor, or rich or whatever I am. but it's just like I'm just I have this money complex in my head. And I guess it's because, like, you know, sometimes I've made bad decisions with money, and it's just like... it just sucks because like I can't represent that I know how to manage money, and it's just fucking insane. So my parents just believe I'm a whack job with money, which I am. I, I, I spend it all over the place, you know. I mean, I, I can't deny this, but I, if I do have bipolar, that is, unfortunately, a symptom of this is like spend, spend, spend. Like when you're on a mania rush, you know, all you want to do. And I do, oh, I do fit those parameters. So it's like, fuck. You know, well, I mean, if you can't manage money, you can't live in this life. Like, because you'll spend all your money when you first get it, and then you don't get paid for, like, you know, another 11 days. I mean, it's like, dude, you didn't see, you needed to, sp- and I'm not, sometimes I do space out my money, but this time I fucked up again, so it's like, oh. It's just so frustrating. Like, I never thought I was going to have this many issues with the dollar bill. That's how I feel. And it's just like, what the fuck? Between scam people and you know, falling for shit because I'm, I guess I'm mentally ill so I fell or I'm gullible or naive. Or I'm just a risk taker that will throw money away. However you want to look at it. But it's just so frustrating because... You just spin out of control time after time, and it's just like, good lord, like, this has to end. So, I mean, I think my parents are going to have to take control of my paycheck at work, which really fucking sucks. Because, like, that's my money that I earned. But I don't know how to manage it, so it's like, of course, somebody's going to have to take over. Like, give me a fucking break, Matt. You know, I'm not trying to be hard on myself, but it's just, I'm just... I had a really, really on-edge, stressful day off that was unnecessary. And I'm trying to, like, process this day as I'm talking about it on the podcast here. Like, I'm just trying to process, like, my, like my crazy impulsivity moves. But at the same time, they're asking me to get out of here soon, too. So it's like... It's just so confusing if there's something really, really devastatingly wrong with me, or it's just the situation is just a rough patch right now, and you're just going through a rough patch, and it'll you know, I I mean it's so funny how life works. Like I even posted something on Facebook earlier, I think it was like Morgan Freeman, and it said like something like, Don't worry about what you're going through right now because it's just temporary. I mean, I'm not saying that's exactly what it said, but that was the message. And it's like, yeah, dude, this is just temporary chill. Stop like stop doing like hippie freakouts all the time. It's unnecessary. (laughs) Well, first off, the Midwest doesn't the Midwest is going to associate a hippie freak out with mental illness right off. I mean, I'm not like I'm just I just know how this place is. So anyways, I got to get going. I think I heard someone upstairs. I don't want to wait. I came down to the basement to try to record this really quick. Like, I'm trying to be as courteous as possible, but I'm a loud person, so it fucking sucks. It's just like, it's so unfair that I had to be a loud person and then, like, wake people up and shit. Like, that's ridiculous, but, like, I'm that guy. I don't know. This life's too nuts. Anyways, until next time, guys, I'll talk to you later. This is Matt for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. I'm just trying to hang in there. I, I might be homeless soon. I might have to motel hop or hotel hop for a while while I work. I don't know. I, I have to stay in Illinois until the end of April when my choir concert is done. And then I'm free to roam, so if I want to leave, I got like, you know, I posted today like 59 more days of Illinois, so if that's the case, maybe I got to leave. Maybe I'm just not the right type of person for fucking Elmhurst or, you know, I mean, I'm definitely the type of person for Villa Park, the the village, I'm sorry, next door. I'm definitely, because I have a lot of friends there and, and... Weed dealers, and this, I also, like, I'm going to cut down on weed because I, I cannot take the bitching from my mom about how oh, I'm a weed addict. I, I just can't even fucking take it. Like, I don't care that I am. I'm not mad about it. But, like, oh, I can't take the bitching anymore, so, like, I'm going to cut down. <laughs> but, like I was saying, like, I ha- like I belong in Villa Park, even though I'm from Elmhurst because I'm poor and I smoke pot and I trip. Like, I'm just not an Elmer's type. But I know there are, like, like even at the, the Punk Rock Taco show, like I said, I think, in the last podcast, like, there are some of those Elmer's artist types here. I just don't, like, see them. So it's just frustrating. You just feel so isolated and alone and then you post a hundred things on Facebook, and people are like, "Probably like, what's going on with that guy?" <laughs> I mean, I'm I don't, I don't care what people think of me. I, I stopped that a long time ago. But you know, I mean, I better not care what people think of me because I'm I, I'm out of my mind half the time. So it's like, what I say is crazy. Well, it's 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 righteous shit, but it's just like it comes out so crazy. That's how it is, and it's just like, man. So at any rate I don't know I guess I'm gonna go to bed soon or something We'll see But I just I don't have to work till late tomorrow So I figured I'd just do this tonight But I don't know Like I just I can't seem to Settle down Like a normal 41 year old person I have way too much energy Even right now I was, like, jumping around in my room and my dad case. Like, what are you doing? Like, I have too fucking much energy. It's insane. So, I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) Like, I'm not trying to make this, like, a downer episode. Like, I always feel like when I post on Facebook, like, oh, God, that guy's being a downer. You know, and he's not posting something funny or hilarious. Which is true sometimes, but... I also am a real person like fucking with real according to everyone else real serious problems. I don't know how serious I take them but you know. So, and I'm not blaming everybody else for saying that stuff. I'm just, they're just I mean my parents have always tried to help me cuz they're concerned like at least I have parents like that. And not parents that don't care at all. Like sometimes I forget that kind of perspective. But it's like. I don't know. Like I said. It just sucks when you have a history of bad mental health. And you're supposed to fucking fight it. Your whole fucking life. And so many people die from this shit. Year after. Even like Dolores from the Cranberries. It was bipolar. You know. And I posted some Lemonhead shit. Like Evan Dando of the Lemonheads. He's a tripper, but he's also bipolar. He's like me. It's like he trips, but he probably shouldn't, but he does. But he probably takes meds too, you know? So it's like, fuck. It's just complicated. Like, true... Okay, last thing I'm going to say. Like, true, you have to take care of yourself. But, like, sometimes you need to catch a buzz, even if you're on prescribed pills. You know, sometimes you just need to do something like that other people think is crazy or whatever, family members or whatever might think is crazy. Sometimes you just need to do that shit just to feel again and listen to some music. And like, like I said, like I've been taking low doses of shrooms, you know, where you can function real well, but you, you definitely feel high, but it's like You just feel, like, good. Like, I'm so... I have such an introspective of myself and my life when I'm on shrooms. And that's what's supposed to happen. Like, that's what psilocybin fucking does for you. You know, I know... I've been a... Like I said, I've been a tripper for 20 years. So I do know what I'm talking about on that shit. You know? And it can help you break habits. Like, I noticed, like, on Sunday I took some... And I barely smoked any weed And I was like wow Like mushrooms and acid Can even help you get off weed <laughs> Who would have thought You know it's insane So at any rate You guys have an awesome night And uh Rest of the week I don't know I'm gonna hang in there And live live at my parents house as long as I can I'm trying to like at least get to where it's like somewhat warm out in case I have to go homeless. Cause sleeping in the cold is pretty bad, you know. I mean, I even know about that in San Diego where it was warm all the time, but at night with the ocean, it was freezing, and I was like sleeping on a concrete bench. Ins—I mean, I got sleep, but insane, you know. So. just another matt bennett story from san diego good lord sorry i'm not religious i just say these funny terms like good lord and shit i don't whatever it is why why am i even apologizing it is what it is oh i don't know i'm just trying to hang in there like everybody else i'm trying not to i'm trying not to let like The Ukraine-Russia thing dragged me down. I'm trying not to let COVID drag me down. I'm trying not to let my past life experiences that come back into my head and haunt me. I'm trying not to let that shit drag me down. You know, I'm just trying to, like, stay up. But sometimes we're our own worst enemies, so it's like, fuck. Life is hard. Like, the human brain tricks us a lot. In the thinking, what we want, and and then and people go after it. That's what's so fucking. I mean, I get it, but I don't know. Like, I know. I always say like this is the last thing I'm gonna say, and then I say like twenty more things. Good lord, I don't know. Well, I'm sorry if I've had beef with you. When I trip, I get really sentimental about oh man, I, I went off on that guy, or you know, I and I do feel because I am a, a fucking kind person, you guys. I know and people that know me know that. They know I'm a really kind, gentle person. And a really patient person too. I just I have a problem, like a lot of creative weirdos, I have a problem with flying off the handle. And I admit that. And it's just, like, sucks. Like, I have a problem with control. (laughs) And I've never liked control. And right now, with people controlling my money and this and this, I'm I'm going a little batshit crazy, I'm not going to lie. Because this is a whole new thing. You know. But when my parents hold on to my money, it's, it gets managed. And I'm just going to say that, like, I have to, I might have to listen to this podcast again to remind myself, like, it sucks that this is what you have to do, but it, it's, it's better for you than just to get paid and then just go buy a bunch of weed and mushrooms. And, you know, I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm just saying like, you got to manage your money, Matt, like. You gotta get real on that one thing. (laughs) I'm just I'm just talking to myself and other people that struggle with managing money. Like you gotta get real with that one thing, especially if you work or if you're on disability or whatever. If you hustle, whatever. You gotta get if you want something, you gotta save up for it. You can't just get paid and go, I'm gonna buy this can't just fucking do that. Everybody has to save up for what they need and want and this and this and this. A vacation or a jet ski or whatever the fuck it is. A guitar. You know what? You got to save up. I don't know why I can't get this shit through my head. There's nothing wrong with working a job and saving up a bunch of money and living at your parents' house. Why am I so ashamed that I'm doing this? You know? I mean, I know it's hard because most forty one year olds are on their fucking own pay and have paid their own way for x amount of years you know, not to mention decades, but so it's hard it's hard for me on that, but like you are a drifter, Matt, like that's what you are. Fuck what people on Facebook. you're not a drifter, you're fake. No, no, you're a drifter, bro. that's who you are. You're not a family person. You're not a settle down with a wife and kids. You're not even a career person, even though you have a college degree. You're just not any of those things. But don't be mad at yourself because you're not those things. That's for a certain type of pe- a person. It's not for you. So this is a good reminder. I'm going to listen to this again. Anyways, you guys have a killer night. This is like 23 minutes in. Fuck. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I, I really do this podcast just for like therapeutic purposes. Like it's very cool that it's spread and like, it's very cool when someone at my work is like, I listen to your podcast or like when a high school kid like walks by me when I'm walking to work. Cause I live by York high school and like, When a high school kid goes what's up Matt Love your podcast it's very cool When that shit happens do not Get me wrong but I do This for therapeutic purposes Because like It's good to record This shit in the first place That's how I feel And I really think more people Should be doing it Especially during these times Because it's just It's entertainment but it's also Therapy so it's like yeah I don't know what else to say. You guys have a killer night. I'm not hitting the end button. I'm just drinking my polar seltzer lime water. It's really i I, I like this polar one more than uh, Lacroix because it's got like more bubbles. Yeah, I love bubbles and car- I'm a sucker for carbonation. what can i what can I say? Right. So okay, when am I gonna end this? That's a good question. I don't know. But That doesn't matter. So at any rate, back to work tomorrow. Guess I better just get back on track and just start saving more money and just shut the fuck up about bitching about it. I don't know. I mean, I get money's money's driving a lot of people crazy, not just me. I know that. But at the same time, you have to kind of deal and you have to kind of like, well, if you're in this situation, like, Dude, just, you're not paying bills. Like, save more than you spend. Because you can. <laughs> that That's where I have to believe that there's something going on in my head. Because I'm, that's not registering. Like, dude, you're at a place where you don't have to pay any bills besides your cell phone. And you're working. So fucking put money, I'm not, I have some money put away. I'm not saying I haven't. But, uh. Put more money away. Now I sound like my parents. Good Lord. My problem is I live for the day. That's my problem with the baby boomers mentality of saving everything. I'm just going to say that. That's my fucking problem. Is that a person like me in poverty lives for the day. I don't live for 10 years from now. I live for the day. And I don't even know if that has anything to do with being rich or poor. I think that's just a fucking mindset. So. And of course, I come from parents that don't like the live for the day philosophy. (laughs) So it's like, fuck. It's just, what are we not going to disagree on? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm, I don't know. I guess when we watch the NFL together, we all get along, <laughs> so thanks to football, we can all get along and not have to d- fight and I don't have to rant and mm. or if I rant, it's about a football thing, and it's funny, you know, <sighs> I don't know. Should I take the rest of these shrooms tonight? the shroom chocolate or should I leave it for tomorrow that is the question if I take it tonight I'll get higher and trip more if I take it tomorrow I'll be on this same kind of level that I'm at right now which is a good level but you know me I'm always trying to get higher because I i guess I am an addict but <sighs> join the club there's millions of us <sighs> I'm just grateful I'm not, like, hooked on heroin or opioids or crack or... you know, And I've tried all these things, but, like, I'm just grateful. I've, I've never tried opioids, but... Uh, I've tried crack, like I said, in San Francisco and San Diego. And Denver. One time I was in Denver and I had hit, hit a crack. <laughs> Good lord. Um... Uh, I guess that's one thing about coming back to the Midwest. You can shed some of your negative habits that you might have in other parts of the country. Or if you're homeless in other parts of the country. (sighs) Because let's face it, when you're homeless, you feel like you have to do drugs or like you have to drink a lot. I mean, I even met a guy in San Diego that was like writing a script. And he's like, oh, you have to have a beer going all the time if you're fucking homeless. And I'm like, exactly. I understand what he meant. Mm -hmm. Just because of the stress of being homeless (laughs) with all these people around you that aren't homeless, you know, it's insane. And again, I can't believe this might happen to me again in Illinois now. Like, so basically, like, I posted this a few a couple days ago, too. Like, I went to Portland and ended up homeless. And now I came back to Illinois and I'm probably going to end up homeless. It's like, wherever I go, I'm just destined to be homeless. And ah, oh, I don't know. I mean, you either do it to yourself or it's just circumstance. I don't even know. No, that's life. Holy shit! Almost thirty minutes. All right, I don't know who's gonna listen to all thirty minutes, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. I swear to God, me—I I know I talk shit about Chicago and oh, certain bands, Lucky Boys, and this. I—I I, I know I talk shit, and I'm sorry. And I say like some really harsh things sometimes, like that that even they don't say to me. <laughs> you know, so I do take all that into into consideration, but. And I am sorry that I do, like, lash out on people because that's not really a healthy way to go about... Even if you're mad at somebody, that's not really a healthy way to go about it. You know what I'm saying? To lash out. So I'm sorry that I've done that to people. But like I said, everybody that knows Matt Bennett, like, whether I'm struggling or I'm doing well, they know that I'm a kind-hearted hippie person that loves other people... You know, I mean, I've worked in retail for 20 years. I can't hate people. I mean, I, I hate people to an extent, but I can't hate them that much because I keep going back to these jobs. You know, you would think I would get like a data entry job by now and say fuck people in general, which might not be a bad idea, but... Because I really do think I have PTSD from uh, the streets... And from having thirty some jobs, like I think, I, I think I have PTSD because I wake up and yell sometimes in the morning and in the shower and shit. So, yeah. like, I definitely think I have PTSD, and that's fucked up. So, well, you know, and like I said, but it just sucks. I have. Sh- I'm just gonna say this: like, I just have shitty insurance. So, like, I need I need to see a therapist or a psychologist or somebody because there's obviously like inner things that are fucking bothering me like that's an obvious truth about a person like me but you know but and i need to resolve i mean just taking mushrooms and smoking pot is not going to resolve my issues i'm smart enough to know it might cover them up or make me shut up for a while and laugh about what I was complaining about. It might make me do that, but it's not going to, it's, it's not, it's like a bandaid on your issues. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely need to talk to somebody just because like you said, you've been homeless and you've had a lot of jobs and you haven't, you've created a lot of art projects and you haven't had the, the standard life that You haven't even had the standard life that an artist person that just lives in an apartment or a house has. Jesus Christ. I haven't even had that kind of a standard life. I've had an even different type. And again, I'm not trying to single myself out, but I'm saying I literally have had an even, like adding the drifter element, like I've had an even different type of life than even a weird, I mean, any artist person is going to have a weird life, especially if you get famous or... You know, weird shit happens for sure, but I added the drifter element to on top of creating art or being a creator, or whatever you want to call it at this point. And I don't know why. I mean, I remember my buddy Chris, we were working on this the cicada movie, Cicada. I forgot about this too, but and he's like he's like, I don't know anyone. Like you, Matt, that's like a drifter filmmaker, and I'm like, Yeah, that's pretty fucking out there, and that's pretty fucking weird. Like, <laughs> that's what I, my response back was this was like a long time ago, and uh, he's right, like, there's not many drifter filmmaker, dot, you know, videographer people. I mean, there are now, I guess it's a little more like on TikTok, there's traveling people that film their day. I mean, so I guess it's more common now, but I was doing this shit back in the day before fucking anybody knew what a drifter filmmaker or a drifter videographer even was, you know? And I I was. I was do I've been doing this shit for a long fucking time. So like I said, I think I've PTSD from everything I've done. <laughs> So I need to address that and I need to get some help because like I need to talk, I just need to talk to somebody that understands that like I'm an extremist of life and I've seen all these different perspectives and I've felt and I've been in all the situations with all the different perspectives, I mean, except for being rich or except for like having a kid or, you know, I've pretty much been in every other kind of situation. I've been in every living situation. You know, this, this. I mean, like I said, other than getting rich and having a kid, like, I've already been in, like, every other fucking life situation. <laughs> or I guess getting a divorce, too. I've never been through, obviously, because I've never been married. So I guess that, too. But it's just bizarre. It's just like, I just never thought I was a really quiet kid in high school. Like, not even punk. I wasn't even punk in high school. Like all the punk people that when they started in junior high and high school... I wasn't even... I didn't even associate with them much back then. And then to go from that... And then like... I went to college and I was a pretty normal guy. And then graduate. And then I worked at Borders for eight and a half years. But within that Borders time... I went to California and back like a couple times, just aimless driving and drifting. And and like I said, there's videos of me doing that shit from like a long time ago. And I mean, I even, we, this guy, Tony and I, who unfortunately, because of COVID and the vaccine, we're not friends anymore, but like we wrote this awesome song called Illinois Depression. Yeah. And it was really good. And I still have a CD of... It's funny when you find old art that you did. You know, like, you're like, wow. Like, we actually recorded this. Like, because, well, the thing is, with him, I had this CD burner. I'm just going to say this. I'm sorry. I'm going off on this podcast. Like, I just fucking... Like, with him, we had I had this, this CD burner. And we had it hooked up to, like, a sound system. This was crazy. So... We would do live burning discs. Like, we didn't even know what songs we were writing. But we would just live write songs. And then it would record right to disc. It was pretty fucking... And it was in a weird basement. It was pretty fucking cool, dude. It was really weird music. Like, the Illinois Depression song is probably one of the only normal songs. It was a lot of really, like, really experimental weird shit, you know? Because he was like a fusion or he is like a fusion guitar guy, and i I would just like talk what I would do is at borders, I would write a bunch of lyrics, and then I would just make up these songs with him after midnight, we'd get real high, smoke this killer herb like like joint after joint, like a quarter in a night, and we would just write whatever came to us. But I, like I said, I would write these lyrics at Borders when I was working there, because uh, it was slow a lot of times when I was closing, so I'd write all these, like, really, a lot of, like, sad lyrics and stuff, and then I would just jam out with him, and, like, he had an effects pedal, and, and like, sometimes he would sing or talk a little bit, too, like, had some inside jokes and stuff and I mean I even remember like giving this these CDs to like people at Borders and like some of them thought I was nuts and like others thought it was funny and I don't know whatever (laughs) just remembering shit and talking about it it is what it is but this is a long ass podcast so if you guys tune into this I give you guys fucking a lot of credit so at any rate I'm gonna get going this is Matt Bennett this is probably one of the longest podcasts I've ever fucking done I mean Hey, Joe Rogan does like three, four hours and people listen every fucking soak up every fucking minute, you know? So podcasts are definitely in. So I know people are going to check this out. I'll be interested to see how many plays it gets. Probably not many, but that's cool, man. Like, I'm not mad about that. Uh, I just like doing it. It just really helps me, like. And a lot of people think it's funny and stuff, too, which, you know, it's like I said, it's cool when somebody at your work or like when I was working at Jewel, there was a couple kids that came through my line and were like, dude, keep up that podcast. That's awesome. You know, and even and then it's spreading to whole foods now. It's just so fucking funny. It's hilarious. So it is what it is. I mean, more people than I know listen to it, you know. At this point, like, I will say that is happening, <laughs> so it's pretty fucking cool, but at any rate, this is like 40 minutes, but this one was really good, like, on the basis of self-reflection and shit like that, so that was good, so we're gonna end it at the 40-minute mark. Oh, my God, you guys hang in there, too, like, I'm sorry if anybody's dealing with any depression or anxiety or panic attacks Oh, any of that negative shit, I po- you know, I apologize. I'm sorry, I feel, I feel for you. That's what I meant to say. I'm, I'm starting to get tired, but uh, I don't know. I think I might just stay up and take this mushroom chocolate. We'll see what happens. Anyways. How many times have I said that? Good lord. Anyways. <laughs> I think I said that in Matt Bennett's show like a long time. Like we were really high and then we were filming a clip and I was like, anyways, like it's just really weird how this stuff hits your brain. And you're like, I did that back in 2003. That's insane. All right. All right. You guys have a killer. Peace. This is Matt Bennett for crazy life stories on anchor. Oh yeah.